When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along. Tradies News in a nutshell. Final one of the week. Final one of the year. 29th of December, 2023. Daniel Pettigrew back with you right across Australia this morning for the next hour before the breakfast shows get underway. Looking forward to hearing from you. Phone number still the same. At 1300 01 1170. Maybe different for some listeners, but 1300 01 1170, our open line number. You can text one of two numbers this morning, 0457 736 736 or the temper text line 0433 98 11 16. 0457 736 736 or 0433 98 11 16. A lot to get through. Uh, we'll touch on the cricket in just a second. Interesting day's play yesterday. Uh, an intriguing day coming up. Australia in the box seat, but we'll get to all of that in a second. But it is our last show of the year, and I know this is probably going to be a common theme, not just on SEN, but right around the landscape over the next few days as we look back at the year that was 2023. But it is our power play this morning for the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits. Give me your highs, lows if you want, but we're in a good mood. Highs, highlights, moments of 2023 in sport. Now you can give me one, you can give me five, you can give me 20 if you have them. No limit on it. 0457 736 736, 0433 98 or jump on the open line anytime, 1300 01 1170. Your moments in sport of 2023. What was your top moment in sport of 2023? There's been a lot. Um, probably too many to mention. Obviously, locally in AFL, NRL, uh, the Women's World Cup, the Ashes, Australia winning the Men's World Cup. Uh, I mean, that's just the, the top of my head. There's been a lot more. So your moments, your top moments of 2023 in sport. What list can we make in the next hour? 0457 736 736 0433 98 11 16 or 1300 01 1170. Your sporting moments of 2023. The good ones, you can give me some bad ones as well, if you want. But let's try and stick with the good ones. Also on the show this morning, as well as all of your texts and calls on that, Chris Perkins, very shortly from America, will join me. And John Gallo, he has sent me a message. He is awake. He's ready to go. We will talk EPL in about half an hour as well. So plenty to get through. So let's get stuck into it. And we look forward to your texts for our Makita Power Play this morning. Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation and power without limits. Your moments of 2023 in sport. Cricket. Uh, we've had Paul in here the past couple of days. He'll be back with me a couple of days of next week. What another intriguing day of Test Cricket at Stumps, Australia 6 for 187. They are leading Pakistan by 241 runs. Now, what we saw yesterday, again, I think, and we spoke about this with Paul over the past couple of days as well, probably summed up the Test Series so far in my eyes. Pakistan 
fought hard. And look, when Australia and I was out at this point in time, so I didn't see all of those wickets live. I've since caught up on them um, and then watched basically the last three or four hours once I got home. Uh, four for 16, Australia were. And at that point in time, you thought, well, hang on, are Pakistan favourites again here? But again, they're fielding, they're catching, letting them down. Mitch Marsh, who in the end, making 96. And I have to admit, you had to feel sorry for Mitch, didn't you? Um, he did get a bit of luck along the way in that innings, but you would love to have seen him get a century uh, out for 96, but could have been out a lot earlier. And Pakistan could have been looking at a completely different game to the one they are looking at right now. Still in it, obviously, but it is going to be very, very hard to chase any or any amount. Like there, As I said, Australia already leading by 241 runs. That's going to be tricky. Australia, you'd expect, will put on maybe another 60, 100, maybe more. Um, when day four gets underway, you'll hear it here on SEN, of course. What do we reckon on the cricket? Steve Smith, he got out uh, what turned out to be the final ball of the day. Um, glimpses of the old Steve Smith. Still, I think, struggling a little bit, but I think way too early to put question marks on Steve Smith. Uh, and the future of Steve Smith, although there's always talk about what he's going to do. What did you make of it yesterday? What have you made of this test? I think it's been a highly entertaining test, and maybe there's another twist and turn to go. Australia in the box seat, but it is an interesting one, and I see Robert Craddock wrote in uh, the News Corp papers today um, about the fact that this test match against Pakistan is probably a good thing for this Australian cricket team because in a year's time, in 12 months' time, and it goes quickly, India will be here for a five-test series, which will be tricky. And then, of course, England the year after as well. So a lot to look forward to. But for now, we see what happens today. Day four of the test at the MCG. It continues with Australia 6 for 187, leading by 241 runs. 04. 5773636043398116 or jump on the open line 1300011170 now uh, rain was around early on in melbourne yesterday morning today uh, looking at no rain apparently partly cloudy top of 20 degrees so you should get a full day's play in at the cricket and that's for learn to surf this summer at urban surf melbourne Book now and score waves. So that's just some of what's on our agenda on this Friday morning. Final one of the week. As I say, Chris Perkins coming up from America in just a second. Want to know your sporting moments of 2023? You can give me one, five, 10, 20, 50 if you have 50 of them. Try not to give me 50. You probably can't read them all out. But your sporting moments of 2023. What stood out? The highs, the lows of 2023, 0457-736-736, 0433-98-1116, or 1300-01-1170. And the cricket yesterday, it was a good day. Do you think Australia is in the box seat? I do. Could you see Pakistan somehow chasing down these runs, whatever the amount may be when they go into bat at some point today? one 1170 0457-736-736, 0433-98-1116. To your text, your calls, and Chris Perkins on the other side of this, this is Tradies News in a Nutshell for your Friday morning. 
Chris Perkins in America standing by. We'll get to him in just a second. Plenty of text there as well. 0457 736 736 or the temper text line 0433 98 11 16. And a couple of calls. Let's get straight to them. 1300 0111 70. Now, this is a real treat for our listeners right across Australia. This is in New South Wales and Queensland. will be very aware of this man's work. But this is a real treat for anyone outside of those two states listening this morning. Gary from Newtown is on the line. Morning to you, Gary. Good morning, Dan. Just a quick one on the EPL. I think if we follow Ange in the EPL, mm. in the soccer, I think we can make a couple of dollars from him. If we bet the same unit across the board, no matter who is coaching, I'm quietly confident going forward he'll win a comp or two. I'm absolutely positive about it. So mm. we bet the same unit, the same unit, say we start with $10. Across the board, $10 all the time. We'll have a bit of fun with Ange, and I think we'll have a couple of more dollars in our pocket. So there's my tip All going right. forward for 2024. Okay, do gamble responsibly. Yeah. What was the other thing, Gary? Absolutely. Yeah. And the other one's the grand final. Mm. I just want to go back to the last 24 minutes of the game. Mm. What happened there was when they were trailing, the Panthers trailing mm. by 16, for the, for the next 14 minutes, Brisbane were kicking from their own half. Mm. They got one opportunity to have a set in the opposition half, which is, which is the Panthers' half, for ten, that 10 minutes, next minute they're trailing by, they're leading by four points. They're leading by four points, Brisbane, 10 to go. They've got a set in the opposition's half the mm. last 10 minutes. What they should have been doing, mm. sorry, Dan, but what they should have been doing is tackle one on the try line, give, try line mm. six tackles, six sets maybe for each team in the last 10 minutes. Tackle one. Make sure the Panthers are kicking from their half. Brisbane didn't need to score. What they did, what they did, what was disappointed, disappointing was the last tackle ended up giving the door forward, hit it up. Next minute, next minute, the back on the back foot. That was a major blow. I want to speak to Cam about that. Hope he's mm. with uh, with the morning show next uh, year because he'll understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. No, thank you, Gary. Thank you. I wonder how many times Gary has watched the NRL Grand Final uh, back. But thank you for the call, Gary. We love your support. And, Gary, it's actually closer now to the start of the next NRL season than the end of last one. And we'll see if the Panthers can go four in a row or the Broncos hit back. Thank you, uh, Gary. Just before we get to Chris Perkins, let's go to Michael on the open line. Morning, Michael. Morning, Dan. Happy New Year, mate. Yeah, My, um, you too. sporting iconic moment would have to be Damien Oliver's last race meeting mm. where he rode the last three winners in Perth. Yeah. Who at, could have scripted that? Yeah, and it was only, what, two weeks ago as well. Uh, it was fantastic. And the commentary of it as well, and I, I should probably get the name of the commentator, but it was just an amazing end to an amazing career for Damien Oliver. And there's people that know horse racing a lot more than me um, and giving him plenty of plaudits. But, yeah, very, very a great way uh, for him to end his career. Thank you for the call, Michael. Nice chatting uh, with you. He did used to chat a bit on the overnight crowd. Good to hear your voice again. So thank you for the call. Keep them coming in. one 300 1170 or 1-300-01-1170. Now, um, a couple of texts uh, here. This one from Dean about moments of 2023 because we are asking you for your top moments of 2023 in sport. Uh, he has said the Matildas, the Australian cricket team in India winning against the odds. 
Uh, then the Penrith Panthers win down, get up to win three in a row, plus Collingwood uh, winning the AFL Grand Final. And also says, talk about a lost opportunity by Pakistan. Uh, if they were to put, uh, if with that drop catch, uh, they would have put more pressure on the Aussies. That catch stopped their momentum. Yeah, have to agree. If they had caught that catch, I would have thought uh, Australia five down for what, 40 odd. Yeah, it would have been uh, maybe a different match. But we'll see what happens. Australia leading by 241. Keep those texts coming in. 0457 736 736. The temper text line 0433 98 11 16. Moments of 2023. Your top moments of 2023 in sport. Time to do this. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. On the line is Chris Perkins, who, for our regular is in New South Wales and Queensland, we speak to a couple of times a week, doing things a little differently this week. We are next because we are national. We still will continue Chris's hunt for an NRL team as well. But where do we find you this morning, Chris? Well, good morning. I'm in uh, northeastern Pennsylvania this morning, and I... Good to be national. I miss the people in Melbourne. Mm. Yes, I really do. I, you know, I I miss talking to the people in Melbourne uh, a few times a week. So. Hopefully that will be rectified at some point in the future. Uh, well, we'll see what happens there. But we are national uh, next week as well. I think Wednesday, Thursday and Friday national Ooh, next good. week as well. So looking forward to that. Plenty to get through with you over the next 10 or so minutes. Let's start in Denver. Wow, what is going on in Denver? Uh, this was an arranged marriage that was doomed to failure, it seemed like, from from the jump. Uh, Russell Wilson, quarterback for the Denver Broncos, who just signed a massive contract extension, five years, over $240 million, he's being benched for the rest of the season mm. in Denver. Mm. Jared Stidham's going to start the last two games of the season for the Denver Broncos. And it's crazy to think about because Denver is actually still in the playoff hunt. They're seven and eight uh, with two games left in the season, could still make the playoffs. It's all financial because in, in uh, Russell Wilson's contract, part of it is if he is injured and cannot pass a physical by the fifth day of the new league year, which begins in March, mm. he is guaranteed an additional $37 million on top of the $39 million he's already guaranteed to make in 2024. Happy New Year. So, yeah, well, listen, he's going to get paid a, he's going to get paid $39 million next year to not play football for the Denver Broncos mm. because mm. it looks like they're going to wind up releasing him. Now, Denver is going to be putting themselves in absolute cap hell salary cap hell because they because the way his contract is structured they release him if if they release him they're still going to face a a what's known as a dead cap charge of hang on to your hat 85 million dollars either next season or split over the next two years which Mm. is unprecedented in nfl history so this is a massive move for the broncos and it's the sign that the rebuild is going to be on out in Denver, and there's going to be some pain uh, short-term at the very least in the hopes of 
uh, long-term gain down the road for him. Well, so, but yeah, that was the big news out of Denver yesterday. We've spoken a lot uh, recently the past couple of weeks about money in sport with the IPL auction with the cricket. There's a bit of news around rugby league and one of the star players there may be going over to Japan for a brief cameo to earn himself a couple of million dollars. But uh, that pales into comparison for some of the figures you just gave us there. That's, that is, uh, did you say you're going to be paid if he doesn't play $39 million not to play? Yeah, he's guaranteed 39. He's already guaranteed his salary for 2024, uh, which is $39 million. So if they cut him, he doesn't play anywhere next year. He's going to make that money. He's going to make that money regardless whether he's playing in Denver or not playing in Denver. Chris, if I gave you $39 million tomorrow, uh, would you still front up on this show next week and throughout 2024? I absolutely would because I really have fun doing this and I'm not getting hit by large men. Well, so of course I would do that. But now I may kind. be doing the show instead of instead of from the front seat of my truck, mm. I may be doing it from a beach in Tahiti. Yeah, well, that's okay. There's still phones there and you could still talk to I, I <laughs> you could be, you could come to Sydney and or Melbourne and Brisbane and you could do a road show right around Australia and meet all your fans and get some autographs. But I, I I'm glad the dedication is there. Listen, I could do the show from a different place every day. Yeah, you could. If I wanted to with 39 million bucks in my pocket. Can I join you? Hey, well, hey, listen, you got family to deal with. So yeah. I don't know. That, that's not up to me. Mm. Uh, we, uh, she'll be fine. Uh, week 17, a big weekend <laughs> of NFL coming up. Oh, yeah, and it starts tonight. And when you saw the schedule come out, you're thinking – the Jets and the Browns, Thursday night football. At the start of the season, you were thinking, ooh, Aaron Rodgers fighting for a playoff spot. Maybe Deshaun Watson's having a season. Uh, well, the Jets suck. But the Browns, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, believe it or not, they are fighting not, they're, they're fighting for a playoff spot in, in the AFC and AFC wildcard spot. They're not going to win the division, more than likely, because they're two games behind the uh, – behind the Baltimore Ravens with two games to play, but the Browns are right in the playoff hunt mm. in the AFC with Joe Flacco as their quarterback. Joe Flacco, 38 years old, who was on his couch a month ago watching football, is now playing for a potential playoff team and dark horse Super Bowl contender. But that's the way Week 17 starts off. Uh, this week in the NFL, Thursday night football in Cleveland. It's the final Thursday night game of the season, by the way. Mm. Uh, we've got a monster game Saturday. Uh, Monday night football, the calendar the calendar's really messed up. We're getting Monday night football on Saturday this week because uh, Monday is uh, New Year's yes, Day. Yes, it is. ESPN has other obligations, namely the college football playoffs. Mm. So ESPN moved Monday night football to Saturday night, so it becomes Saturday night, Monday night football on Saturday night. It's all confusing, but it's a massive game with NFC playoff implications, at least for positioning. Dallas Cowboys are hosting the Detroit Lions. Now, the Cowboys are coming off back-to-back losses against Buffalo and, and Miami. Back home, where they're comfortable, where they've won 15 in a row, but taking on a Detroit Lions team that last week just won their first division title since 1993, since Barry Sanders was running wild in the backfield in, in the Motor City. The Lions are 11-4. and four. They're tied actually for first in the NFC uh, playoff race. Mm. They have a shot at hosting, at having the 
road to the Super Bowl in the NFC, run through Ford Field in Detroit. If they went out, get some help from San Francisco and Philadelphia, Detroit's going to wind up with a one seed, and that is a scary proposition for a city that has not hosted a playoff game in 30 years, has not won a playoff game in 32 years, and has not won an NFL championship since before the Super Bowl even existed. Mm, yes, That's going to be a jacked-up city up in Detroit. They've already got one home playoff game, guaranteed. They want to. They want at least one more uh, with, with uh, this postseason. So that's the big game on Saturday. Mm. Massive implications. Sunday coming up, early game, AFC East, and this is what to watch for. Buffalo Bills play the New England Patriots. The Patriots stink this year. They're in, they're in contention for the number one draft pick. Mm. Buffalo Bills, they're two games behind Miami with two games to play. But here's the interesting thing. If Buffalo beats the Patriots, and I'm assuming they're going to because of how bad New England is this year, uh, watch that for that late game. The Bills-Patriots game is the early game, the early window Sunday. Mm-hmm. In the late window, you got Miami taking on Baltimore. That's one of the late games on Sunday. If Buffalo wins, that's going to put some serious pressure on Miami to beat Baltimore. Now, if Miami beats Baltimore, they've got the inside track to the one seed, the top seed, the first-round bye in home field in the AFC. Mm. If they lose that game, Buffalo's already won. That makes week 18. Buffalo at Miami, a game for the AFC East Ooh, for be- the division title. That'll be a massive week 18 game. So a lot of playoff permutations. A lot of teams still in the hunt in the playoffs this year. There are 24 teams still alive in playoff contention at some level or another. And going to, be, to go. going to be a couple of interesting months in the lead-up to the Super Bowl. We right across it. I've got a couple of questions to ask you. So yeah. just really quickly on the college ball games going on right now, college ball games going on right now. Um, and then I've got a couple of questions to end our chats for 2024. But what's happening there quickly, man? Yeah, we've got uh, college bowl games. Yeah, we've got day football on a Thursday here in the United States. Nice. Uh, the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, mm. 14-10 SMU leads that. That's at the end of the third quarter. Being played at Fenway Park, if mm. I pronounce it correctly, up in Boston. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting, though. The couple of bowl games today, you got the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, mm-hmm. followed by the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Mm. I'm a little scared about the postgame celebration because yesterday – they had the Duke's Mayo Bowl, where the winning coach got got a tub of mayonnaise dumped on him. Mm. You had the Holiday Bowl last night, where the winning coach got eggnog dumped on him. <laughs> what the hell are they going to do up in Boston? Get a dump <laughs> with Sabi on the winning coach? That would hurt. That would burn. Yeah, no, not a good idea. Oh, that would hurt. No, no, not not or a get run or get run over by a bad boy mower. That'd be even worse. Yeah, no, not not a good idea. No, I, I don't mind wasabi. I don't mind eating wasabi. Wasabi is very nice. Ooh. I wouldn't want it poured on me though. No, um, that would wasabi that... tears me even just a little drop. Little, just a little, just a teeny tiny bit tears me up. That stuff's rough. Uh, text here, $39 million. Uh, he could drive. You could drive around Australia. On the road with Chris Perkins is the suggestion for the name of the show. So there you go. Uh, um, Are you kidding are you kidding me? $39 million. I'm paying somebody to drive. Well, yes. You could Yeah, you could pay someone to drive, but you could still have your own show, On the Road with Chris Perkins. I, oh, maybe a documentary I could, type I show. I could have the Madden. I could have the Madden cruiser, like John Madden. Because mm. remember, John Madden hated flying, didn't fly. Mm. He always went around the country 
to his games in a, in a bus. He had his Madden cruiser. Mm. That's a Perkins cruiser. Yeah, well, exactly. I think that may be something we could work on for 2024. Now, a couple of things before we let you go. Firstly, we've spoken every, well, basically every week this year, and that will continue into 2024. Uh, your top moment moments of sport in 2024 can be over there in America, can be locally uh, here, maybe around the world. What um, has stood out for you this year over the last 365 days? Well, of course, shout out to Victoria. How about uh, how about Collingwood winning another premiership, mm-hmm. winning number sixty? Mm-hmm. That's that's that for 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 my Australian heart. That's my number one for the year. Mm. Other champions. How about over here? Mm. Think about think about this. Three of our three of our big four sports had first-time champions in 2023. Mm. You had the Texas Rangers win their first World Series in their franchise's history. They've been around since 1960, uh, originally as the Washington Senators. Mm. Uh, You had the Denver Nuggets, who started in the American Basketball Association back in the 60s, won the last ABA title, but had never won an NBA title until this year. Mm. And then the long-suffering fans of the Vegas Golden Knights, my tongue planted firmly in my cheek when I say that, because in their sixth year of existence, the Vegas Golden Knights won their first Stanley Cup. But yeah, three first-time champions in our major sports over here this year. Mm. Uh, very, uh, a very rare and unique occurrence, and it was really, it's really cool to see new cities, new places, new fan bases getting to celebrate championships, especially those that have been uh, have, have suffered for a long time, like mm. the Texas Rangers and the Denver Nuggets. That's a very good one. That's I like that, Chris. It's a nice way to finish things off. Now, what does New Year's Eve look like for you, Chris? Are you in your truck on New Year's Eve? Do you get the night off? Are you going out somewhere? What What are you doing on New Year's Eve? My guess will be when the ball drops, I'm either going to be asleep in the truck <laughs> or I'm going to be playing football manager on my computer. I'm not sure. It just kind of depends on what my work schedule is. But, yeah, I'll be on the road. I may have the, the ball drop uh, from Times Square on my iPad that um, on Sunday night. I just don't know yet. Mm. Uh, football manager probably will be, be involved because, you know, I, I've mentioned this before. I play that game on my computer. Mm. Uh, managing Bordeaux right now, and we huh. just got to the Champions League. Congratulations. Well done. Yes. Yes. I'm starting a Champions League campaign. With a team with cheap owners. Well, that's... But that's another story for another day. That sounds like a lovely way to spend your New Year's Eve. Uh, stay safe <laughs> uh, over the weekend. We'll chat a couple of times uh, Tuesday. I think Tuesday just at New South Wales and Queensland. And, of course, we'll catch up again uh, later on next week as well. Thank you again. I'm going to say thanks to quite a few people at the end of the show. But thank you for all your work uh, throughout 2023, Chris. Uh, we will chat next year, which happens to be in just a few days' time on Tuesday morning. Thanks, Chris. Have a good weekend. You too, and we'll talk to you next year, and thank you for the kind words. Happy New Year, everybody. Chris Perkins in America with me each and every week for our listeners in New South Wales and Queensland. He's a great part of the show, and we look forward to that continuing in 2024. We are talking the moments in sport of 2023 this morning. one 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457-736-736 or the temper text line 433 The highs, the lows, what has stood out for you in sport in 2023? We do that for robot building supplies. Robots got got it and deliver. Robotbuildingsupplies.com.au. We'll talk EPL on the other side of this. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. 
Nice to have you company Friday morning, 29th of December 2023. The last one for the week, last one for the year. Uh, so I asked you this morning, had plenty of uh, nominations. We'll get to more of your text shortly and calls 1300 01 1170. Text 0457 736 736 or the temper text line 0433981116. Your highs, your moments. What has stood out in 2023 for you in sport? Moments in sport in 2023. Next week, we'll look ahead to what may happen in 2024. But your moments in sport of 2023, the highs, the lows, what has stood out for you. You can give me one, you can give me five, ten, however many you have in your head. Uh, get those texts coming in 0457 736 736 or 433 And of course, uh, the cricket, Australia, interesting position. They are leading by 241 runs. You have to think, as I said at the top of the show, if Mitch Marsh had been, been caught earlier, um, I reckon it would could be a different match and really sums up this test series so far. Australia, uh, Pakistan, sorry, have shown glimpses right throughout the test series but just haven't been able to do it consistently. What happens today? What happens on day four of the Boxing Day test? Don't forget you'll hear it here on SEN. All right, time to do this. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. Now, unbelievably, uh, John Gallo is awake. Now, I said yesterday, uh, two, uh, so it's three strikes and you're out. So there's been two strikes, but you're not out just yet. You, you're still going. You're still with us. Good morning to you, John. Yes, good morning to you, Dan. Yes, he pulled me alongside the office this morning like a true football manager. He had a strict word with me saying, look, mm. mate, this is the second time. Mm. You've been falling asleep at the wheel again. Mm. Uh, a few expletives set mm. in there. Uh, you know, a few, a few collar shirt grabs as well. Mm. And, uh, you know, we've sorted it all out pretty quickly. Mm. And, uh, yes, I mean, you probably have a similar approach when you uh, see me next for a drink as mm. well. You probably have a, a similar questions to ask me as well. So, yes, uh, yes mate, I'm back. I'm Mr. Reliable as ever. <laughs> and uh, great to be with you. This morning, mate. I was just kind of, I was planning a very very good holiday trip, Dan, to mm. uh, to Leighton, uh, to Leighton Orient or oh, Luton yes. Town as well. Mm. I wanted to see Leighton Orient and Luton Town. You know, I've been very much on the holiday bus about seeing those two particular places in the UK. Mm. So I was, I was planning extensive holiday yesterday morning, mate. That's okay. That's okay. You are forgiven. You are here and you're ready to go. There has been a stack Absolutely. of EPL since we last spoke. So what we'll do is we'll just go through the matches coming up this uh, this weekend and starting this morning at Luton Town. You mentioned just then got a win uh, the other day, which was good to see. Uh, it continues this morning. In fact, in just under an hour's time, Brighton taking on Tottenham. Yes, fifth place versus ninth. Uh, Tottenham side, Ange Bus has been coming along quite nicely with three wins on the trot. They last had a 2-1 victory against Everton probably a couple of days ago, less than 24 hours ago, if you look at how quickly mm. the fixtures have been coming along. But yes, three three wins on the trot. Uh, Brighton have been uh, you know, been inconsistent. One win in the last five games. Probably not the same Brighton side in fairness to what they were last season. I think a whole spate of injuries has certainly affected their squad uh, going forward this season. So they were probably looking forward to the January transfer market, as will Ange, of course. I think there'll be a bit of money spent by both teams to boost their squads. Uh, but yes, Tottenham, I think, are going to be favourites for this one away from home. Also, this morning, in about 90 minutes' time, Arsenal will host West Ham. Yes, second place Arsenal, uh, you know, the game in hand against the first place Liverpool, who obviously won uh, their game a couple of days ago. 
Uh, look, Arsenal second versus seventh. West Ham double wins on the on the trot. Uh, a win and a draw for Arsenal in the last two games. I think Arsenal will be uh, looking forward to this one at home as well. I think the Gunners will be too strong. I think they'll get back to winning ways pretty quickly. All right, a stack of games tomorrow night going into Sunday morning. The first of them, uh, one of the teams we just mentioned, Luton Town, who got a win 3-2 the other day. Good to see for Luton Town up against Chelsea. Yes, well, two wins on the trot. First time this season for Luton Town. They've climbed themselves still in relegation, 18th spot, but they're a point away from 17th spot Everton, so they could be rescuing their season. I think seeing their captain Tom Cleverley go down with cardiac arrest, obviously having a heart attack on the field uh, against, I think it was Bournemouth a couple of games ago, was a really scary sight for everybody in football, so best wishes go out to him. But I think seeing the captain go down uh, has really galvanised this squad and really incentivised the playing group as well. And you can see there's a real united spirit around Luton Town at the moment. So for Chelsea, I think this is a danger game for them. They haven't been in the best form themselves. I know they had a win last time out, but it's uh, been two wins in the last five games. For Chelsea, not been that impressive. I think this could go in favour of Chelsea just. But I tell you what, Luton Town, I think, have been a real threat. So uh, wait and see. Stack of games, early hours, Sunday morning. Crystal Palace hosting Brentford. Yeah, Palace versus Brentford. Palace have been in a difficult run of form. They haven't had a win the last five games. They've been sliding into that relegation pork for the last couple of games. And Roy Hodgson's probably lost his way a little bit with the squad, which is sad to see. Brentford only won one win in their last uh, five games as well. 14th versus 15th. I'm slightly leaning in front of Brentford. Just, I think we'll get the job done there, Dan. Man City survived a bit of a scare yesterday against Everton. They managed to win, but they were trailing at one point. They will host Sheffield United, though, uh, this Sunday morning. Yeah, they've been slipping and sliding along Man City in the last probably four or five games. Haven't been their normal selves, but the amount of football to be played and uh, the sub squad being stretched, I think that's kind of what you have to expect at times. A little bit of a dip in form, but... I think they've recorrected that since last time out uh, with a 3-1 victory a couple of days ago. I think they'll be too good for bottom play Sheffield United. I think Man City win this probably 3 or 4-0, to be honest. As to Villa host Burnley? Going with Villa. Villa have been very, very impressive. I know Burnley, uh, you know, they've had a, a real struggle of it as well. They've had one win in their last five games in 19th place, second from the bottom. I think third place, Villa been too strong, been very, very impressive this season. You know, Emery. I'm going in favour of Villa at home as well. Everton, after their decent performances, I mentioned just a second ago against Man City, they travel away to play Wolves. Yeah, I think Everton having two losses on the trot this so far has been a bit difficult for them, but they had a good run of form. They had three wins on the bounce at one stage, and uh, Sean Dyche had really turned around. He scored fortunes, and uh, they're in a similar position to where they would have been had they not had their 10 points being deducted. Um, I mean, if they had their 10 points, they probably would have been in the top half of the Premier League ladder. But so far, they've been they've been going okay. They've been turning around their fortunes, and I still think they'll be too good for Wolves. Wolves 11 spot. I think Everton will be will be too strong. Man United, uh, good comeback against Aston Villa the other morning. Looked uh, gone, and it just eased some of the pressure on their manager. They're away though this weekend, uh, early hours Sunday morning against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, big win against Villa last time out. 3-2 after being 2-0 down. So that will galvanise Man United. But, uh, look, I think this is going to be a really tight game. Forrest has been struggling. 16th spot, Santo, the new manager. Espirito Santo, the former Tottenham and Wolves manager, coming into the job after seeing Steve Cooper being sacked this season. Uh, look, I think Man United it could be difficult for them, but I still think they'll be the favourites for this one. 
I think they'll get out with a 2 or 3 nil victory over struggling Forest. Now, we just spoke about Arsenal, but they're going to be in action again. It's quite remarkable, John, how much football at EPL. I know there's a break coming up after uh, this uh, next five days of matches, but this is quite a lot of football played over a 10-day period. Oh, yeah, there is. And this, this issue has been going around for well, probably the last 10 to 15 years, to be honest, this discussion about the amount of games being played in the English Premier League. When you compare it to the Bundesliga, the German German League, they get a uh, about three, three-week or four-week rest, I think it is. Uh, so that's something that they get to have. And then they get to go again around back end of January, which is really good to see because the players, they get refreshed and they get to go again. You get to see their best football uh, at that particular time, I think. When you see so many games being played in such a short period of time, you wonder how the players are able to get the best out of themselves and how the end product it actually ends up being that good to watch, um, which has been what you know, a lot of managers, particularly Jurgen Klopp, has been echoing for, for some time now. He can't quite believe the amount of games that the players have to do. And obviously the amount of injuries and fatigue that you get in this short period starts to build up a hell of a lot. We've seen that with Spurs. We've seen that with the likes of Everton at certain times. We've seen that now with Newcastle United, how that's affected them as well. So a lot of sides are struggling with the amount of games being played. The players are getting stretched left, right and centre. But onto this Arsenal and Fulham game, mm. I'm going to go in favour of Arsenal. I think Fulham have been struggling a little bit this season. I think Arsenal will be too good for Fulham. And Tottenham will play at Bournemouth. Tottenham in action very, very shortly. The next game, though, in about uh, 72 hours' time, less than 72 hours' time, very early hours of New Year's Day, our time. Yes, well, I think Tottenham probably in form at the moment, the way they've got their football playing at the moment. They've hit some really good confidence, despite the amount of injuries that they've got to the squad. I still think they've been good enough under Ange at the moment. So I'm going to go in favour of Tottenham. I think Bournemouth have been really impressive, though. They've won the last four games on the trot. Um, so they have a bit of form heading into this one. But I think Spurs will be too good at home as well. So I'm going in favour of Spurs. And we will look at... We'll speak on Tuesday morning. So write this down in your diary, John. Tuesday morning we'll have a chat. So yes. that's Tuesday the 2nd be of January. at 5am. There yes. you go, Dan. I'll put that in the diary. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. That will be when we look at Liverpool, Newcastle, also West Ham, Brighton. A uh, couple of questions before I let you go. Last time we'll talk on air in 2023. And with the uh, quickness of your replies to messages, it might be the last time we talk at all in 2023. <laughs> uh, sporting moment yeah. of 2023. Is there something that stands out for you? I'm going to go with uh, with the Matildas, Dan. I think their run into the uh, into the Women's World Cup earlier in the year was phenomenal for, for the game of football, obviously for the women's game in particular, but I think in football in general, I think everyone won in that. And uh, I think it was just terrific to see you know, how well they did do. Um, I think it's boosted the amount of participation levels and, and the commercial side of the women's game in the W League has been phenomenal on the back of how well the Matildas have done in the recent World Cup. I think they made the quarterfinals for memory mm. and obviously bowed out to England, who uh, who went on to be in the final for that one. So, look, I think, I think look, fantastic form from the girls. For me, Matildas, probably the number one sporting moment this year in 2023. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I think, I don't know if it was on air or off air, I was telling someone the other day, quite remarkable, I was at a rugby league game that night. I know there was AFL going on that night as well, but it's the only time that I've been at a match uh, with the team. I was at Allianz Stadium watching the Roosters play, um, and more people in that opening 20-25 uh, minutes of the NRL match was watch were watching the football on their phone, not the actual football that was being played on the field. And when the Dolphins, who were the away team that night, scored, it was basically within the five seconds of when Australia got that uh, goal uh, in the penalty shootout to get them through to the next round. So, uh, And the whole crowd was clapping. All the players must have been thinking, what on earth is going on? And then, thankfully, the ground announcer told us it was fantastic. Now... 
New Year's Eve. Uh, what does New Year's Eve hold for you, John? Uh, well, what you're describing there about the Roosters game mate, is pretty much what every Bulldogs game you get. You get the fans scrolling on the screen watching another another sport. So uh, that's how good the Bulldogs have been going in recent years. Um, oh, look, probably uh, New Year's Eve, as you've rightly said, I'm not a big fan of, of New Year's Eve. I just As I get older, Dan, I just don't get into it as much, probably because I spent a lot of New Year's Eve watching it from Sydney Harbour at various points. Uh, but I'm probably just going to go to a nice pub, have a good meal, mm. have a few celebratory drinks, uh, hopefully maybe with yourself. And, uh, mm. yeah, that's what I'll be doing, Dan. How going to the pub, having a nice beer, mm. celebrating the new year in the best style possible, obviously mm. drink responsibly. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I'll be, I won't be going into the crowds anymore. No, I'm going no. Dan. I'm just not a fan of the crowds. No. So I'll just be uh, sitting somewhere in a pub having a few drinks, enjoying the new year. Very smart, and, of course, you will do that safely. John, great stuff. And apart from your little blemishes the past couple of days, you've been fantastic this year. Looking forward to chatting right throughout 2024, and we'll start that Tuesday uh, about 5.30 a.m. Tuesday, 5.30, okay? Yep, put that in the diary, Tuesday, 2nd of January. Mm. Yep, I'll be back at work at that day as well, Dan, so a lot to look forward to for myself being on air and back at work. So uh, fantastic stuff. Good to hear you this year, mate. You've been fantastic yet again. Uh, if I had a, a small trophy to give you, which I don't at the moment, I would have given you this award, mate, for uh, Radio Presenter of the Year. How about that one, eh? Thank you. And, Thank you. Uh, yes, and, and, uh, and obviously we'll catch up soon. Yep. Hopefully in 2023 still. Uh, so if yeah. not, uh, then it's a tragedy on my part. Yes, so, uh, yes. I do apologise in advance for that. Your calendar a little better. Uh, thank you, John. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll, you, we will chat you on. Too. We'll chat Tuesday. Speak to you soon. Brilliant. Have a lovely day, mate, and I'll talk to you soon. You too, John Gallo on the line talking all things football. We'll take a break. Come back with more. This is Tradies News in a nutshell. The breakfast show is not too far away. Coming up shortly now, I know in Asheville uh, this morning, but just a couple of minutes, just to thank, or even just a minute, just to thank some people who have made this show possible this year, in particular through New South Wales and Queensland. Firstly, management of SEN, Craig Hutchinson, Sam Thompson, Jerry Markham, Jason Matthews for their continued support of this show. Uh, thank you. Uh, very, very important to have the management's blessings. So thank you very much. Uh, to the breakfast show teams right across Australia, but in particular in Sydney, Andrew Voss, Greg Alexander, James Magnusson, there's continued support of me and this show and just being able to come in and have a laugh every morning, very important. So thank you uh, very, very much to our technician in Sydney, the master of switching things on and off, James Battle, legend. Thank you for all your help. To Chris Perkins, John Gallo, Paul Dennett, Charlie Goodsir, all the regulars, it has been fantastic. Thank you for your help right throughout 2023. And to anyone that has listened throughout 2023, Thank you very, very much. Looking forward to 2024 and continuing on this show into our third year. Breakfast is coming up. Have a very safe weekend, whatever you're doing. Thank you for your company in 2023. I'll see you Tuesday to kick off 2024. It's my turn to fly. So girls getting lying, cause I'm easy, no playing this guy like.